Taylor Dean. And I'm Heidi. And we're the U Haulers. So, another episode today is about coming out. Ooh. So, we're going to talk about Heidi's coming out story. Yep. So, we're going to talk about when you first liked women. Were you a little girl and you knew, like, one of those, oh, I always had a feeling or a hunch? Nope. No, I was completely startled by it. Um, same, same. I was in my mid 20s and I was bartending and acting and etc. Uh, and I you was lived where? Minneapolis. Okay. And I was um, the daytime manager at this little bar in Minneapolis. And there, my boss, who was the owner, was kind of a mom and pop shop, had told me that there was a person coming in to interview for a chef's position. Okay. And she walked in <laughs> in the middle of the afternoon and. For the first time in my life, like my mouth went dry. I was like, oh, hey, nice to meet you and <laughs> took off. Like just, <laughs> I was like, um, I have something to do in the kitchen and like left and went to find my boss. Cause so I, like you ran out just like you did on me, basically. <laughs> it's my signature move. Got it. Um, and, <laughs> and I'm sure she was completely confused by what was happening because I was the daytime manager. And, and I'm just sure, ran out. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I have something I have to do. Nice to meet you. And I went back and I told my boss, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be up there. And he was like, what's wrong with you? Like, why can't you just do your job? And I was like, yep, yeah, nope, done. Not doing that part of my job today. And uh, so... And do you think he knew? Why? Oh, no. No, no. Because uh, he would never have assumed. Yeah. Um, and we kept it... I mean... So you just, in the back, were like freaking out. Well, I think I found something productive to do. Like, I, you know, there were things I could do in the back. Yeah. But I made him go to the front and whatever. So he comes back, like, 20 minutes later, and he's like, well, I hired her. She's going to work here. <laughs> and I was like, oh, great. Okay. And um, so she started working there. And, I mean, I did get over the initial, like, inability to speak to her. That's good. What'd yeah. she look like? Uh, she was this tiny little blonde with big dreadlocks mm. when she walked through the door. Oh. And then when she came back to work, uh, which was like a couple days later, I guess she had been planning this, but which we, which I knew later, but she had cut them all off. So okay. she basically had a friend just grab her dreads and like, yeah. And so she came in with this like little pixie cut and, um, yeah. And she started working in the back and, um, I was one of two bartenders there. And so I worked with her probably four or five days a week. Wow. And uh, one of the days when we were, I had a boyfriend at the time, okay. and uh, we were working together and she said, well, we should grab a drink sometime. And I was like, yeah, okay, that'd be fun. And <laughs> still not really thinking anything of it and mm -hmm. not really paying too much attention to the fact that like hadn't been able to talk to her or any of that. Um, and then when we went out for a drink, she said, <laughs> she's like, we should make out sometime, which also seems to just be <laughs> a theme in my life. <laughs> And I was like, oh, thanks, I have a boyfriend. And she's like, of course you do. And then um, I think it was like three days after that where I was like, I'm not going to have a boyfriend for much longer. Mm -hmm. And so I left him, and about a week later, we started dating. What's it with you that people like to just say, I'm going to make out with you? Well, I don't know that that's a question for me. That's more of a question for you. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, and again, I was... Um, I, ha I like really d had never encountered this idea, mm -hmm. right? And so it, 
during that week, which is not very long, but during that week's time, I spent a lot of time thinking about, you know, what it meant and if it was just a, like this thing I was going to play at or, yeah, I mean, it was never just like, oh, this will be fun and, and, you know, but I, but I also never thought that it was going to be like how I would live my life. Right. You didn't marry a woman and have No, I thought it was just her. I thought it was just this blonde, like, and I didn't. I just didn't give it much thought beyond that, right? Yeah. Of course, neither of us was out. So we were out to our friends because it was hard not to be. We all worked together. And um, and as soon as we hooked up, uh, people started to, to know that and to be present to that. But we weren't out to our families. And um, we weren't, you know, we just, it just felt a little surreal. Like, we're doing this thing and it was very meaningful. And I was completely in love with her. But... It was still was just like, well, it's just her. Yeah. Like, this is just a her thing, mm -hmm. you know? And she'd turned straight women before, and so I was like, okay, this is just what's going on. And um, and then we had a terrible breakup, terrible. And, um, I mean, for both of us, it was just brutal. And at that point, it was like, but I, I never really felt comfortable going back to, like, letting that go is like, it's just a her thing, right? Mm -hmm. I'd stated, I dated men and et cetera after that, but it was always, I was always more aware at that point that like, I had never been like more myself than mm -hmm. I was with her. And you grew up, how'd you grow up? Religious, not religious? Ex extremely religious. Um, if you, <laughs> if you go to conservative and take a hard right, you'll find my family somewhere along that line. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I was also very, conservative, uh, very Christian. And, and it was decidedly something that I struggled with after that. Like, what does this mean? And, and does it mean that I don't get to be a Christian anymore? Or do I have to choose between how I feel and what I think that means about my faith? And, <clears throat> I, you know, where, where it came down at that point was very lazy. It was just like, I don't want to choose, so I'm not gonna, right? Like, I'm not gonna make those kinds of hard choices over this one girl because again I wasn't sure that it was going to be anything more than just this one girl right. and so it was it just and your kind parents of didn't know. no 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 not at all <laughs> not for a long time actually because um I moved and several years went by before I said anything to my parents because okay. I knew that that was going to be a really difficult uh thing not only for them but for our relationship and for me you moved um, to came out to California, um, to Los Angeles, because I had decided I was going to give acting a real shot. Mm -hmm. That did not go very well. <laughs> and um, I met my wife, ex-wife now, um, not very long after I moved to California. I met her, like, I think five or six months after I had moved here and fell pretty hard and then ended up coming out to my family when I got engaged, which wasn't very fair. <laughs> How'd you do it? I wrote a letter. Actually, so a they didn't know you had dated any women in your whole life. So right. the first they hear about it, you're like, I'm getting married. Well, to be fair, I wrote the letter and then sent the letter and then left with my, uh, my now ex-wife for a four-week trip in Europe. And so it was all planned. Like they would get it and then I would kind of be unavailable for a about a month yeah. just to give everybody a minute 
-hmm. right? Like you can't really reach me and we're not going to do this big, hard conversation while I'm in Europe, right? And so, and we got engaged in Europe. So I didn't tell them in that letter that I was getting married. I just told them that I had fallen in love and that this wasn't the first time I'd been with a woman, um, that I understood this would probably be very difficult for them, but that I didn't find that it meant I had to choose between my sexuality and my faith. Because of course for them, I think the hardest thing was just, does this mean she's not a part of our faith? Mm-hmm. You know, my family's entire social, cultural, you know, the, the whole family structure is centered around the church mm-hmm. and the faith. My dad is an elder in our church. My mom serves on the deacons committee. I mean, like they just, they serve, they're in leadership. They work on the boards. They, you know, so it, we were in church twice on Sunday, once on Wednesday, sometimes on Fridays and Saturdays if there was a special event. I mean, it was their whole social circle. They didn't have friends outside of that. And so, um, I mean, it still is, that is their life. And so I think for them, and I knew this, that the hardest part was going to be, um, this thing that they had raised me to believe and to know, is that something that I had abandoned? And so in the letter, I was very careful to explain that it wasn't, but I was also still in that sort of lazy phase where I was like, well, I don't want to choose. I don't want to have, I don't think I have to. And so I just wasn't choosing, but I hadn't gone through and like looked at what does that mean? Like, can I still be a Christian? Can I still, you know, love Jesus and girls at the same time? And so I couldn't really give them any clear, cogent arguments for why it was okay. I just told them that I still love Jesus. It went very badly, very badly. Okay, how did they react? Um, I mean, they were, they're such gentle people, really, like, they're, they're, um, really, like, kind, um, down-to-earth humans, right? Um, so they were heartbroken and devastated, and, um, they, I think they tried really hard to be, um, gentle with me, but they sent a whole bunch of literature about how I could not be gay, right? Like, the programs that can help you get out of it mm -hmm. and you know like they're christian-based programs right faith-based programs where you could pray your way into a a different thing like very clearly indicating that for them this was just an unacceptable choice Mm -hmm. not not that it was something inside of me that that i had to now navigate right but something that i was choosing to do to them Mm -hmm. and they wanted me to choose something different and now when you went to europe you weren't engaged no. So what made you choose to write the letter then, since you had that whole time? Unless, did you think you were about to get engaged? Yeah, we were talking pretty seriously about a future, about okay. being married, and I kind of expected to get engaged in Europe, but I, I didn't know that that was... I mean, I, we had been ring shopping, we talked through all of that, those kinds of things, but I didn't know if it was going to happen in Europe or not. Right. Um, in fact, I knew she had the ring. I just okay. didn't know if it was coming with us to Europe okay. or whatever. Um, and so we had been talking pretty seriously about that. And looking back now, do you see signs that you're like, oh, I didn't realize? So I, some, but I guess I, I'm pretty careful to understand that like I'm looking through a filter, right? Like I kind of want to make sense out of things that were in my past. So I was, I had a lot of really close girlfriends, but 
there, there weren't any undercurrents of like a sexual nature of any kind. It was just that like I would be in this very committed friendship, right, with this one person. And that level of intimacy, that level of friendship intimacy was, was different than, you know, greater than it might be for other straight women, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, though. I mean, because it was just my experience with friendship. And so I'm, I'm careful to not assign um, too much to that because I, I think I want to find that in my past, right? And because, you know, it is an unusual coming out story in that, like, I just didn't have any indication, right? Even, even as people found out, there were a few things people would say, like, well, it makes sense because you've never wanted any male attention. Or, you know, you do things to dress, to um, to keep certain kinds of attention away, right? Th- those kinds of things. But that was more what people said, not, not oh, yeah, I could always tell because of your relationships with women or mm-hmm. those kinds of things. So, I mean, I definitely was more comfortable in my skin after I came out. Like, I was much more at, at ease with who I am because I, I finally felt like I was you know, me, but I don't, I really, you know, I don't know that any of what I experienced in my like college years or anything could, could have given me any kind of clues or hints really. I mean, I dated men, (laughs) seriously. So, and then after your divorce, yeah, what was the plan about women? Like I'm, Oh, I was done. You're done with women. women. Done. Hmm. But they were all crazy. (laughs) (laughs) As we are. Um, yeah, um, the divorce is really bad. And, um, for, again, for both of us, like I, I, I don't know that, I mean, if, if like when you go through a divorce, there's all the feelings of, you know, heartbreak when, because you're losing that person, but also these feelings of failure because, you know, you made these promises and you, you undertook this huge thing to make this thing together. And of course, my ex and I had three kids together and we had created this really big life. Mm -hmm. And so, um, realizing that like all of that was just going to not be our future, you know, there's almost two separate heartbreaks, right? Like you're losing your person, but you're also losing this dream, this thing that you built. And, um, and for seven years we had been putting this life together and then it just became very clear, um, at one point that like we weren't we weren't gonna be okay and um yeah so So we're done with women done with women yeah and and also i mean it was easier with my family to um to assign the label bisexual to myself and i i had been with men um successfully and like um so i always felt like okay well maybe it is time to just make a decision, right? Like, like I, the easier decision. Yeah, I can be with both, right? Like, you know, I think that there are some people who just really can't. Yeah. Um, they really are only attracted to one gender or the other, and I didn't have that, although I'm far more attracted to women than I am to men. But not, I don't find men unattractive, right, or, or repulsive in any way, or um, hateful somehow. I, I just, and I think after the experience, um, of coming out the first time to my family, it was just, okay, I'm never, that's not a thing I want to put them through again, right? Not, I mean, again, like I wouldn't have to come out, but I don't want to put them through like another female relationship. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't date at all, (laughs) at all. Um, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be with men. And then I just didn't date. date. (laughs) 
at all. Yeah, I hear that story a lot. People are kind of pushing one side away, so then they just, because they think it's easier, or they want to do it for someone else, and they just don't at all. Yeah. Because when I did that a part of them is shut down, and they, you know. Yeah. And I did a lot, again, to sort of keep myself from attracting any kind of attention, right? I gained a whole bunch of weight. I stopped taking care of myself the way that I had, right? I just didn't take a lot of pride in it. And I really sort of focused on, I'm just going to be a great mom. Mm -hmm. And and that was what I had decided I was going to do. Just living like one part of your life. Yeah. And, I mean, life. right. And I remember telling people that like, well, I'm going to date when my kids graduate from high school. You told me that. Yeah. I mean, my kids were in second grade and I was telling people that. Like, and yeah, then, well, your kids were in third grade and yeah. you were telling me that. Yeah. So it was just, it was a thing I had decided because I, I, not that I like really knew like out loud in my head, that's not really how you would normally say that, but I, I hadn't ever expressed the idea that like, I don't really want to date men. So I'm just going to wait until my kids are 18 before I date at all. Mm -hmm. Um, but it, it just was sort of an uncomfortable feeling where I was like, Oh, I don't want to look for a relationship because I know I'm going to choose a man. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, I just was like, yeah, 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 that can wait. That can wait, in, you know, another 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> and I was pretty happy with that. I mean, like pretty content and like set on that. Right. Um, and then it was probably last year, like just before you came back in my life, um, I'd had some pretty hard conversations with some friends who were like, what is like, what are you even talking about? Like, you're just not living like, mm -hmm. you know, you're a great mom. You're doing a great job. You have a good career. Like it is time to start focusing a little bit on being healthy and, you know, being back to who you want to be. Um, and so I was just starting to make some of those decisions um, when you came out to visit. Came out. Yeah. Fucked it all up. You sure did. <laughs> Ruined the whole plan. Plan gone. Yeah. That one fun night. <laughs> and here we are. Well, it's an amazing story. Thanks. You're welcome.